We're back on Radio Row. This is the NFL Combine, the Colts Audio Network, with J.J. Stangovitz along. I'm Matt Taylor. Thanks for staying with us as we flood your timeline, if you will, on the podcast channel here with a lot of draft talk. We're going to steer away from that a little bit and talk up how great the city of Indianapolis is, how great the convention center is. Joining us now, Chris Gall, Executive Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer for Visit Indy. My good friend, the last time I saw you, you were hacking up the golf course. You were slicing them left and right. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a subpar golfer. But not a subpar Visit Indy spokesperson. Well, thank you, I know Matt. that for sure. I appreciate you and J.J. having me on. Uh, it's fun to, to, to be here inside the epicenter of the football universe, yeah. the Combine, yep. and to think about all the activity that's happening, all the decision-making, all the nerves from these prospects. And here we are, Indy, again, proud to host this now for, what, the 36th year in a row? Correct. Safe and sound. You know, last time we talked about this, uh, we were at this event. We were uncertain if we were going to keep this in Indy. Yep. We were successful. And last May, we, we renewed for 23 and 24. That's as far as our contract goes with the NFL to host this event. Right. So how's it going so far? We're talking on Thursday, so the week's almost over. The event goes until next Monday. How's it going so far? We feel good. We know we're always on audition. We know that the NFL is watching. We know the commissioner is slated to be through the building today. We know that ownership is giving their, uh, uh, their takeaways, if you will. Uh, we know also that there are four, three or four cities that are actually in our city okay. kicking the tires and thinking about how they're going to put in a bid to host this past 2024. And that, that's always tough when you know that your competitors here and they're watching you and, and taking notes. When you, when you think about last year, the, the conversation we had, you talked about that uncertainty. The, the overwhelming response from the NFL community was keep it here. Mm-hmm. Don't move it. You know, we had, we had you know, heard from, I remember Mike McCarthy last year, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, talking about how much he loves having the combine here in Indy. And that was a guy whose city was bidding on hosting the combine, which right. tells you a lot of what you need to know. When, now that it's, it's set here for 23 and 24, but obviously there's still an uncertain future, when you go around the halls here and you're talking to people around the NFL, you're talking to media, what are you still hearing about the desire to keep the combine in Indy beyond 2024? That's a great question, JJ. Uh, media uh, wanted here. If 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 you can get that piece down, that's a big win. Uh, for the most part, the GMs, all the all the uh, all the crew behind the scenes, they want to keep it here. What we continue to hear is that when ownership comes through Indianapolis, Indiana, and sees this and how it's grown. NFL owners say, hey, the Pro Bowl's moving around, the, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl moves around, the draft moves around. Why in the world can't we have the combine? And so that continued pressure comes from the owners. We get it. And at some point may cause a break and, and have this rotate. And so when that happens, to be determined, we just know that it's everyone but the owners uh, kind of want it here, and the owners want it selfishly, and we get it. What kind of pulse do you get from the other cities and the other movers and shakers that want the combine in terms of how they're going to replicate what Indianapolis does and, and what you guys do in terms of the medical? All the hospitals in close proximity to downtown Indianapolis. I talked to Jeff Foster. He's like, we, we can move... We can move the combine. There's other places that can accommodate the hotel space and the convention space and certainly uh, the, the stadium space, but it's, the, it's IU Health. It's all the hospitals downtown. What are the other committees proposing in order to kind of replicate what Indianapolis does? That's the piece 
it, it's nearly uh, impossible to replicate the ease in which these prospects go through a battery of tests in a very short amount of period of time. Mm -hmm. IU Health is the linchpin for Indianapolis hanging on to this. It has been and will be, and we put that first and foremost when we go out to retain this. 1.6 miles. The prospects get picked up here. They're, they're five minutes down the road. They go through imaging. They go through scans. They go through everything they need to get done medically, and yeah. then they're back here within an hour. Okay? You think about a Dallas. You're, you know where the stadium is. You know where their practice facilities are. You know where the hotels are. Everything's disconnected and would take you a long time yeah. to get those prospects moved. Time is money. Money is, is decision-making here. And so if, if you subscribe to the idea of why the combine exists, which is to look at prospects and make uh, inform your decision for the draft, Really, that's what you need to do is you need to have as much time in front of these prospects uh, as possible, and we make that easy and convenient. But that's why I think, like, the NFL knows that the Combine, at the end of the day, it's not a fan event. They're Correct. trying to make it a fan event. To me, that's what you just said should be a non-starter in moving it because it's not – it's not a game. It's not an event. It's not the draft. It's not a big congregating thing for fans. It's about prospects and efficiency for yeah, the efficiency. teams and the players. Yeah. Our bid to retain it last time, gentlemen, after I met with you, we, we spent a lot of time. It's under one roof. Yeah. This is the idea, and, we, and you know this because you live here. It's media, fans, uh, everyone can check into hotels, climate-controlled skywalks into the convention center here, into the stadium. You're within steps. That's what I mean. Like, I, if I'm the NFL, I don't even know why I'm messing with talking to other people because they can't replicate that. It's hard to replicate, and it's also hard, I believe, when you have owners saying, why can't we have this? Yeah. Do you think there's a scenario where, okay, it, you know, it does get moved for 2025-26, and the NFL realizes – Man, we just got to keep it in Indy. I mean, does it almost at this point with the critical mass of pushing to get it, you know, why can't we move it like you said, Chris? Do you think it almost, if it leaves, then it'll come back and it'll be permanent potentially? I think there's a great likelihood in the next uh, few years that the NFL Combine gets rotated. Uh, not because we don't want it, but because it's, it's, uh, it's the desire of the NFL and, and, and its ownership. And I think there's a great likelihood that it rotates more permanently through Indianapolis, if not each and every year on a, on a pretty routine basis because of the medical and because of the efficiency, as you say, Matt, uh, to, to, to pull off the event. Uh, that would be where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. Now, um, didn't know we were going to renew it for two years, so we could be in a scenario where they give it to us for another year say 2025 and then the future host city comes in and has to learn the medical and learn our playbook we're really the only city we're, we are the only city who has the combine execution playbook and when jeff foster and the national uh, combine folks are officed here they're yeah. they're in indy we get the benefit of working with them year-round not just this week and so that continuity is also important in why we win the, the talking about the efficiency of the process you know the amount of personnel mm -hmm. that come here from nfl teams coaches executives, scouts, medical staff, <clears throat> the efficiency of their time is so valuable. When you're trying to meet with how many prospects got invited, 350? Yep. You're trying to meet with, with as many of them as possible. If that efficiency decreases, mm -hmm. does that then potentially decrease the number of NFL personnel who believe it's worth coming here. I think that's a valid point. You got strength conditioning. You yeah. got those who are, who are doing um, psychological testing, mm -hmm. more more interview testing than the physical testing, right? So I do think if it's not as efficient, if it's not as uh, um, if if the time to get to the host city 
to get around the host city and then to see the prospects in every aspect of the word, if it's not as efficient, then I think you're right. I think less personnel probably travel. There's an expense thing too, right? So we're an affordable city. Okay, you can get here, you can stay here, you can traverse here very affordably and very efficiently. So if you're really trying to inform your draft decision making, there is no better city. Yeah. I know I've asked you this before, but from an Indianapolis standpoint, why does it mean so much to Indianapolis? Why do you want it to come back here every year? There's a stewardship we feel in this event. We have seen so many of these NFL stars come through Indy and have this first positive experience on their road to becoming drafted, on their road to becoming an NFL, making their dream happen. Uh Having the NFL brass here, having the Lee here, that helps us position Indy. Let's say we want to go for a draft. Let's say we want to go for another Super Bowl. There's there's an inherent benefit to Mm -hmm. having the NFL here for a week to see our city and our city growing. Uh, So that's a benefit. Of course, the media. The media love Indianapolis. They banter about Indianapolis. And that is un, uh, unbelievable marketing exposure yeah. to position us as a sports market. It's city. free, too. It's free. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love it. What, when your bid last year, what, what changes did you have to make? What tweaks did you have to make to the combine experience in order to have that bid uh, go over the top? Great question. We had to have the outside combine experience piece. So on the south side of Lucas Oil Stadium, in the shadow of the building, you can do pass, punt, kick. There's food and beverage and live music. And so fans will be able to step outside for the mm-hmm. first time. And we, they picked up a, a, an, a, an exhibit from the Super Bowl uh-huh. experience, and they brought it over here to Indy. And it's outside Lucas Oil. And then inside, you can go the inside look. You can sit in the South Bowl, really good seats, and watch these prospects and listen in to Reggie Wayne as he tells you what's going on with your own headphones. And so we had to retool and make room for the outside portion of the NFL Combine experience in addition to growing the inside look. And that took a lot of time and effort and energy. If the Combine does stay here, I mean, obviously it's going to be here next year, but where do you envision the, the Combine going as an event if you were to keep it here in Indianapolis? The NFL has an appetite for more fan-facing activation. You see Noble here. You see uh, other major sponsors. They want to activate and monetize every, uh, every day, every hour. And uh, you'll see that footprint inside and outside the stadium being even more fan accessible, even more loud and boisterous, even more personalities and legends coming through to sign autographs and do chalk talks. That's how they're wanting this to evolve over a four- or five-day uh, event. How much support do you and, and Visit Indy, how much support do you guys get from the local government, other civic leaders in your pursuit to keep the combine here? I cannot articulate the value of our Indianapolis Colts. From Mr. Ursay, the entire Ursay family, Chris Ballard, Pete Ward, mm-hmm. their entire team prioritizes keeping the combine. They have and they all, they've always been accessible and helpful. Uh, behind the scenes, very formally in front. Uh, the mayor, the governor engage. They want to keep this. Our hotels, uh, the Indiana Sports Corps, the Indiana Convention Center and Lucas Oil Stadium team. We work year-round to pull off this week and then to keep this week. The, uh, the reason why my voice sounds a little bit hoarse right now <laughs> is because... I took advantage of Combine Week, and I, I had a very nice dinner at Ocean Air last night with some, some old friends, and then uh, made the poor, great decision to go out to Prime, yeah, and then to go to High Velocity, and uh, boy, my voice is a little bit shot right I think you now. sound better. Nah, no, nah, definitely better. not. I sound, I sound worse because I was out till 1 a.m., well, but like that's the Combine. Right. For me, for me as, a, a, as a media member... The combine is such, it's a convention yeah. where, you know, you, you're I'm talking to uh, a Texans writer 
at Prime at midnight about what they're going to do at quarterback and getting some intel on that. And then you go to, uh, you know, go across to the JW and you go to high velocity and, you, you know, I walk past Mike McDaniel yeah. at 1 o'clock in the morning. And it's just so much fun to do that and to have all these conversations that if the combine moved, I think every media member, you talk about that, they'd be so sad because there wouldn't be those congregating places. It wouldn't Staples, be yeah. we're going to St. Elmo's and then we're going to Prime when they take all the tables away and we're drinking light beer at Prime and then we're going to you know high velocity. Just that, when you talk about the camaraderie, the, the camaraderie yeah. of it, yeah. it, it, it's a real thing among the media members, among I think probably a lot of the staff that come here, the agents that are here. It, it's a real special thing. It is, and it's felt, and it's camaraderie. It's the fact that it, we are a walkable city, and so you bump into people, you see people. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many Indianapolis residents and visitors come and they stand right outside here and they <laughs> want to get autographs? Yeah. If you love football, college or pro, you come to the epicenter yeah. of the football universe, and you, you can see all these superstars. Isn't that yep. what Dan Graziano, we had Dan Graziano yep. from yep. ESPN yep. on yesterday. He's like, if I want to be back to my hotel room by 11, let's say, I have to leave at 10 St. Elmo's by 10 because I got a budget. The three people I'm going to walk into, yeah. you know, on the street or in the hotel lobby to get up to my hotel room. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's real. That's fantastic. hard to replicate. Yeah. That's hard to replicate. You, I don't think you could replicate it in another setting because Indianapolis is so everything's so centrally located mm -hmm. here you mentioned the one roof philosophy where if you're staying at the JW theoretically you don't have to you know, you don't have to leave the the hotel, the the right. building. You don't yep. have to go walk outside. It's, right. it's a great setup. Chris, I know you got to go, and we really appreciate your time. Before I let you go, the NBA All Star Game yeah. is coming mm -hmm. next mm -hmm. February. Talk it up if you can. Yeah, shed some light on that and what you guys have planned. Don't without giving too much away. Well, thanks. Yeah, so a couple weeks ago, Indy delegation traveled to Salt Lake, and we met with the NBA. We we, we looked at the event. We've done this before, but now we're on the clock, right? So less than than twelve months. Uh, you're going to see a lot of public art and activation, some of our empty storefronts coming alive with temporary places to eat and dine and, and hang out. Uh, it, is, it is an event we haven't hosted since 1985. Right. Jordan was a rookie. Yeah. This will be LeBron's <laughs> 20th, oh my 20th NBA All-Star Game, so yeah. we're doing some special things there. We've engaged o Oscar Robertson. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Larry Bird will be back. Reggie, of course. Um, Again, the epicenter of the sports media world will yeah. be in Indy. It's an international oh, attended it. event. And what we're working through is that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's a, it's a whole weekend, right? So you got the celebrity game on Friday. you got slam dunk, three-point on Saturday. And then, of course, the, 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 the actual NBA All-Star game on Sunday. So yeah. we're going to do a lot of programming for locals to get downtown, even if you don't have a game ticket. And yeah. inside this building will be a fan experience where you can shoot hoops and see <laughs> legends. And basketball is a big deal in Indiana. So uh, thanks for asking. We're on the clock. The NBA feels confident where we're going. Yeah. We're starting to look at charities that we might want to engage and other uh, kind of give back legacy projects, which have now been in the making because we thought we were going to host it in 21. Mm -hmm. Boom. What a blessing to have it in 24. Yeah. Gamebridge, nearly $400 yeah. million dollar renovation. Oh, it's a beautiful done. Arena. It's a beautiful Show that arena. place off. Yeah. yeah. The Simon family. You talk about the Ursay family. The Simon family just gives. And they were there and they were engaged. And they're not letting go. This is going to be a really unique event next February. Can't wait for it. Georgia Street going to be rolling just like it was for the Super Bowl in 2012. I love when those pictures pop up, by the way. Like, you know, your Rolodex of pictures yeah. pop up in the memory bank. And those that, that was just such a great time. And next February in 2024 is going to be right up there. That's Chris Gall from Visit Indy. Always a pleasure to speak with you, sir. Thank you.
you for all that you do for the Colts, the city of Indianapolis, and here's to another great, successful combine. Thanks for having me on, guys.